previously on Incredible Critics. Oh, it's getting real. And by that, I mean... Uh, you haven't thought about it at all. I haven't thought about it at all. No, yeah. not true. We've started doing stuff. You know, it's funny. A year, a year ago, they were like, get married. It's going to be fun. It's great. <laughs> a year and a half later, it's like, hey, we need shiplap on the wall of the nursery that the baby's not going to remember. <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't feel... Nothing really clicks yet. Like, I just... I still feel like yeah. I'm too young to have a kid, even though I'm 32, which is like the prime age. I'm I thought you were like 38. No, no, no. <laughs> I think I'm like 22. So just it's all. <laughs> and so shockingly, you act younger than that. Uh, 100%. We are the Incredible Critics. Incredible, not because we're great, but much like my choice of audio equipment, our credibility should seriously be in question. <laughs> We are having a, uh, a wonderful time getting all of the audio to work for today's podcast. So whatever, I'll just fix it in post. Joining me as always, Tim Lasers Gruber. Hey, Ben. And Big Tuna Moore. How's it going, guys? This week, we are talking about what's on as always and our picks for the Oscars. Unless, I mean, do you guys think that we... You know what? Let's just let's forget it. Let's not do it just because we want people to watch our show. Right. And the Oscars hey. aren't going to get them to do oh, it. Oh, burned. Boom. Ooh. Roasted. All right. Well, I guess we'll do it then. Don't worry. We'll just cut out the editing part of this um, episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll just play the Oscar picks during the uh, during the during commercial. commercial breaks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. So sick. Dr. Pepper commercial and, breaks. And, not a sponsor. And VidAngel. <laughs> and VidAngel. Not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> guys how's your week been it's been good it's been good i uh i had some time without the girls at home so we'll get into that on what's on i'm sure but uh they're back and better than ever nice where were they uh they just went to pittsburgh they had a oh, weird okay. extra few days off weekend that uh snow days kind of ate into but britney still we just decided that brit could still bring them you know to visit family in pittsburgh so they had a blast but they're home nice tuna you've been up to anything interesting mostly working but um actually this past weekend i went to rochester new york to watch an ahl hockey game and that was so much fun Nice. Um, they lost. Rochester lost. Uh, so fun. <laughs> one to nothing. But um, the rest of it was fun. And uh, aside from that, mostly just work. Are you a big hockey fan? I, I really enjoy hockey. I don't watch it on TV, but I really like going okay. to uh, the games. I've heard that hockey games are the best professional sports games to go to. I've never been to one, but I hear that the experience is a ton of fun. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, lots of energy in the crowd and uh, the fights and just super physical game even outside of the fights. And if you can get a really good seat, you can see everything really well and it's just a blast. And then there's the big Jumbotron so you can see everything pretty well with that as well. Was it awkward when the Kiss Cam came on for you? Uh, Not really. No. I had had a cardboard cutout of Frankie sitting right next to me. So... (laughs) enjoy that frankie i'm gonna hear about it next week (laughs) absolutely probably sooner probably sooner but that's okay (laughs) well let's kick into it and talk about what's on 
oh, that's Frankie's favorite music. And he he would have appreciated this week because he didn't have to actually listen to it because we're not doing the audio live. You'll hear it once you actually listen to the podcast. Yeah, Frankie's um he's boycotting the Oscars episode. <laughs> right. Yes, he's boycotting Oscars. the Oscars. Yep. Did we mention that? I, I forgot to mention that. You know, uh, to yeah. each his own. To each his or her own. Tim, what were you watching while the girls were in Pittsburgh? Uh, well, I I watched um, most of the new show on Netflix, The Umbrella Academy. Uh, the the that's a show that aired. We talked about it a few times the last few weeks. It's a cool, you know, it's it's exactly what we talked about in the last few episodes. It's a cool show. It's 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 very quirky. Um, it's it's an it's, anime, right? No, that's a, that's based on a comic book, um, oh. The Umbrella Academy. That's um, it has ten episodes, I think, on Netflix, and uh, I don't know all of anybody that's in it except Ellen Page is in it. Um, she's one of the main characters. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, it's it's just a cool show. It's it's very quirky, and I was trying to think of of what to compare it to, and it's it's quirky like Legion is quirky. If you guys have seen Legion at all, um. Uh, that's yeah. a X-Men show technically, but it's very st- weird. And I like, love Legion. it's like watching I love Legion jazz. season one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I never, f- uh, watched any of the rest yet. So, um, but Check that out. needless to say, it's a lot, it's quirky like Legion is, except it's not, it's not creepy the whole time. Like Legion has this creep factor constantly where they're like, there's like thriller weird stuff happening. This isn't like that, but it, it's very different and, and fun and, and, and a, just a cool concept. And then, yeah, I did go <laughs> uh, to see the Alita battle angel, um, which that one's the one based on the anime. Okay. Um, and uh, I know Frankie saw it as well. It was also strange, but kind of exactly what I expected. Um, and it's been doing pretty good in the box office, so it, it could see a sequel. I don't know. It'll probably do really great, like overseas, right? So, um, yeah, it 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 wasn't like great. I think I could say it was good, huh, but not okay. great. And I hadn't seen any of the anime going into it, so I I also am not like a great judge about it. But gotcha. It was still a fun ride. It was visually really crazy and cool. Um, so that's that's. That's what's been on around here. Nice. Tuna, you watch anything? I did watch the pilot episode of season two of The Dragon Prince. Nice. What were your initial thoughts? I really, really like where it seems to be going. Um, It seems to be opening up even more world building and uh, include especially the magic systems in the world. It gives you a little bit more depth on that. Um, And it ends on a... Uh, an interesting cliffhangerish note that okay. the pilot episode does. Uh, the animation looks way better without that. That's um, good. Yeah. That's good that, to hear. Like forced frame rate thing yeah. they got they had going on. Uh, it looks really really good, and uh, it holds up so far. Just the pilot episode holds up to the quality of the last season nice. with everything else. So I'm yeah. looking forward to watching the second season of that. I've been watching besides the three million cutscenes in Kingdom Hearts three. So many cutscenes. So many cutscenes. <laughs> Kingdom we'll Hearts talk 3, about that. Thousand cutscenes. That's yep. Yeah. That's that's our name for it. Yep. Uh, I've been. I watched. 
Uh, well, first, I'm in the middle of a Flat Earth documentary, which oh god, I'm what? I'm loving. Uh, my favorite things <laughs> are uh, number one, Scientology. Number two, Flat Earthers. Like documentaries on those things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Documentaries on those things, oh. those people, <laughs> um, those belief systems. I'm just, I'm a big fan of both of those. I mean, <laughs> they're cool. both ridiculous, but I love them. That's why they're so entertaining. Is so what entertaining. <laughs> have you ever entertaining? Have you ever been to a church of Scientology? I've never been inside it's, one. It's it's bizarre. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, besides that, I've also watched uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor, the Ooh. Fred Rogers documentary. <sighs> Let me tell you, if you're in the mood for a good cry, <laughs> check out Won't You Be My Neighbor. Uh, we finished watching it. Chelsea and I were both like emotional. I'm like, well, Noel will only be watching uh, Mr. Rogers Neighborhood ever. Until she's 20. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, it's really good. Fortunately, he has like 30 years of content for her. So it should be, you know, it should be plenty. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, gr great documentary. Shocked it didn't get a nomination uh, for the Oscars. Uh, really, really great. You should check it out. He was much more down to earth than his like legend would, would, um, lead you to believe which i thought was really interesting um but i 100 encourage you to check it out it's it's really good i'm in well let's kick into our oscar nomination or our oscar picks so what we're gonna do is go through each category the oscars are this sunday in case you you didn't know i know everybody has a marked on their calendars they're ready to ready to enjoy it and watch all of it oh yeah I'd hope to have Connor Stambosch, shout out to Connor, uh, on because uh, he would provide a, a mild amount of validity to our picks. <laughs> um, this is incredible critics, Ben. I know, I know. We can't so, just have like actual people who have seen who? most of these films. <laughs> And have on a valid opinion yeah. and, and track the award season. No. Emphasis on the in. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, he wasn't able to to make it. So instead, these are our completely uneducated picks mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. the Oscars. So uh, we're going to go through some of the, the smaller awards, for lack of a better term. Uh, quickly, we're going to start. Like best picture, right? Like best picture. <laughs> Uh, with visual effects, we've nominated, we have Avengers Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo, A Star Wars Story, a film that should not have gotten any nominations for anything ever. What? <laughs> yep, but they, they got one. Tim, what are your picks for best visual effects? Well, uh, this is tough. This is tough. I really want Ready Player One. Uh-huh. Really badly. Yeah. Because I've seen all the stuff on what went into making that movie happen, whether you enjoy the movie or not, or whether you've even seen it. Um, check out some of the behind-the-scenes 
that's a movie they almost filmed three times in the span of normal filming. <laughs> yeah, it's cr- it's really crazy. That's okay. So you want Spielberg that. has even seen. I, I I would guess though that for whatever reason, First Man is gonna win because it's historical and none of the other ones are. So you're saying First Man? So I'm gonna say First Man. Oh. I like I, I I love the visual effects in Avengers. Christopher Robin, get out of here. <laughs> Honestly, Paddington <laughs> 2 should have been up for that spot on the list. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Tuna, what is your pick? I I have to say I agree with with Tim's choice here. I think First Man will probably be the one to take it because it seems like the most Oscar bait of all of those. Yeah, right. Uh, but I think Ready Player One stands a good chance just because of the sheer uh, monumental task of a uh, visual effects film that is. So, but you're picking First But I Man. think First Man will win. I am going to go out on a limb and go with Ready Player One. I mean, first man. So here, here would be the argument against for well, the argument for first man would be if it were a major blockbuster and everybody went out and saw it, whereas not that many people went out and saw Ready Player One. However, first man didn't do that great, so I'm gonna guess that probably the same amount of people saw both. And <laughs> Ready Player One has the best visuals. Next up, we have costume design: The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Uh, Black Panther, The Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, and Mary, Queen of Scots. Tuna, what's your pick? Uh, I have only seen Black Panther. They don't need to know that. They don't, we're just <laughs> don't the, oh, I mean, we're, we've I seen think, all of them. them. Uh, t- took, took lots of notes on specifically... The I costume love design. the look of the costume designs in the trailer. I mean, in the movie, when I saw the Ballad of Buster Scruggs on Netflix, <laughs> so I think that Netflix is going to break out with a Oscar win with the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Buster Scruggs. I've That's the it. name. Okay. You said it right. <laughs> Whatever. You said it. Yep. First time. That there was a glitch. <laughs> I think. Yeah, you lagged. Uh, Tim, what is your pick? Uh, I have a feeling like maybe the favorite is gonna win. I, w- I would could say the same thing for Mary Queen of Scots, but just again because they're very piece uh, historical kind of clothings. Do I have to pick one? <laughs> yep, you have to pick one. Uh, I will just say the. I will say the favorite. That's my hoping, pick. I was hoping you were going to pick Mary Queen of Scots because I'm also picking the favorite. Oh. Um, because Yorgos Lanthimos, it's his most accessible movie, and he's very much one for. He's he, it's Oscar bait, right? So mm. I could just I I could see it. I don't right. Know. I could see it. Next up, we have original song, "All the Stars" from Black Panther. "All Fight" from our. BG. I always want to say RGB every time. RGB. Um, the Place Where Lost Things Go from Mary Poppins Returns. Shallow from A Star is Born. When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings from the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. 
Tim, I know you've seen all of these or heard all, all of them. Do you have it on a I, looping I, playlist? Oh yeah, I have just all of these songs just over and over until I can figure out which one. Uh, <laughs> I think the most likely to win is probably the uh, "Shallow" from "A Star Is Born." Yeah, I I don't even remember all the stars by Kendrick Lamar, and I've seen Black <laughs> Panther several times. <laughs> so yeah, it's gonna be shallow. Come on, Tuna. Do we even need to talk any more about this? Okay. Carry on. Carry on. Move along. Next, original score, Black Klansman, Black Panther, If Beale Street Could Talk, Isle of Dogs, and Mary Poppins Returns. Tuna, what do you think? Oh, man. This is a a tough one because I've actually heard some of the scores from some of these movies um, because I have... Oddly enough, Spotify. <laughs> that is that is the uh, that is the I, that is the bar for our podcast. I for some sprayed, of the songs of some of these movies. I almost sprayed Arnold Palmer tea <laughs> out my nose just now when you said that. I have a I have a Spotify playlist with like movie OSTs and stuff on it, and sometimes it just will randomly pull in something from somewhere else, and uh, they're all good. I want to say, I want to say Black Klansman. Okay. Did you want um, to say that or you're I, going to say I that? I want to say Black Klansman, but I think either Isle of Dogs or Mary Poppins, which are probably... <sighs> Pick one. Pick one. Isle of Dogs for me. Um, uh, yeah. All right, oh, Tim. Oh, did that. Hmm. I'm going to pick Mary Poppins. I want to pick it and I'm going to pick it <laughs> because honestly, with that music, they had to... With, or at least with the score, they had to capture the feel of Mary Poppins. Right. From the old Mary Poppins and put it throughout the entire new movie. And I think they did a great job with the with the score. That's a fair so. uh, I'm also picking Mary Poppins. I'll be wrong. Next up, we have production design. Black Panther, First Man, The Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, and Roma. This is one of those ones. This is a tough one for me. I'm going to go with Black Panther because I think that people will show it some love in this category. Ooh. Tim, what do you think? Uh, you know, I-, I could see I could see that. I could see that. But I think I think if the favorite doesn't win that other for like costume design or whatever we just said, hair and makeup. <laughs> Uh, I think it would probably win this one. Again, same deal. Like you said, it's kind of made for the Oscars. <laughs> made a period piece that's, you know, craziness. Same. Um, Either sorry. that or, or the first man, in, in my opinion. But I'm going to I'm gonna say the favorite as well. So you're both saying the favorite. That's my favorite you, choice here. You heard it. Oh. <laughs> All right. So next up, we have sound mixing. We have Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, Roma, and A Star is Born. Tim, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say for this one, I'm going to say Black Panther on this one. Okay. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think this one had some good sound mixing. And I don't care that A Star is Born is in the list. I don't care. I don't care. I'm saying Black Panther. Tuna? Uh, 
Definitely from my own experience, not because I've heard good things about it, but I actually think First Man could win sound mixing. Okay. Uh, I've, I've heard from a number of people that one of the bigger elements, at least in their opinion, that made this movie good was the sound for it. And uh, I mean, obviously the same could be said of all of these films, but uh, again, it's another historical piece and uh, A Star is Born is probably the more favorable pick, but I'm going to, I'm going to think it might be First Man as the Dark Horse. Yeah, you're both wrong. It's going to be Bohemian Rhapsody. For mixing? I didn't honestly yep. find okay. the mixing that yep. great. I did yep. see that one, like all of these movies, but especially that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's going to be Bohemian Rhapsody or Star is Born, and Bohemian Rhapsody has been cleaning up uh, in, the other, in, in the other awards. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm just going with that. Next up, sound editing. Very uh, I, almost identical list. Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, A Quiet Place, or Roma. Tuna, what are your thoughts here? Go with a quiet place. You know you want to. You know. You I want I to. want to and I'm going to go with a quiet place. Are you really? Yes. Another There's dark no horse. Way. There's no way. <laughs> I'm just going in so that somebody on the podcast can, you know, hold up the rear. <laughs> All right, Tim. I don't know how to segue from that statement. Tim, what are your uh, thoughts? Hmm, interesting to, that you say that. I'm honestly going to pick A Quiet Place. That was my pick before we started. Um, <laughs> Stop it. I see I your man of culture is, as well. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I think this is where they recognize how much people love this movie and what a what a like complete underdog it was in the box office. And um, I, uh, I think this is where I think this is where it happens. Oh, yeah. Jim Halpert worked hard for this. No, it's not going to happen. It's <laughs> not going to happen. Mary Poppins um, worked hard for this. So Let's watch. It, I'll you. choose. I don't know. I feel like. So I want to choose something different. I don't want to choose Bohemian Rhapsody for this. But I feel like whatever I choose, Bohemian Rhapsody is going to win this one. And then the other one's going to be whatever <laughs> I pick for this one. Uh, I'll just go with. I'll, I'll go with first. Man. Because. Because. Yeah, The Quiet Place is not going to win. Film editing, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book, The Favorite, and Vice. I will go ahead. Gosh. Hmm. I'll go with Black Klansman. I will go with Bohemian Rhapsody. Ah, that's where you're going with it. Yep. I think that's where they get it. All right, Tuna? I think it'll be Vice. Wow, okay. Three different picks there. Three different picks. Next up, and this is our favorite category. Best our? For our, our collectively, favorite? Collectively, the group. Oh, as a whole. As a whole. Right. Hands down. Hmm. Best foreign language film. <laughs> Capernaum, Cold War, Never Look Away, Roma, or shoplifters. Tim. I'm gonna say Roma. Which which one <laughs> of these was your absolute like I know like all of them are in your like your top ten. I, which I, one was your favorite? It was a tough choice, but I put Roma at the top. Yeah. For this category specifically. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's a solid pick. I will also. I was thinking, never look away. Um, that is some of the finest German exports we've had recently. Uh, but instead, I will I will pick Roma as well. Tuna. Oddly enough, I'm going to pick Shoplifters by director Hirokazu Kore. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to go with Roma. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm just gonna. I mean, do we want to skip live action short because none of us have seen any of these? Well, yeah, we should skip it. Yeah, those <laughs> are the ones we haven't seen. We've seen everything else. Do best documentary feature: Free Solo, Hale County This Morning, This Evening, Minding the Gap of Fathers and Sons, and RBG. Tuna. What is your pick? I didn't pick Solo, a Star Wars story, so I'm going to pick Free Solo. Have you actually seen Free Solo? No. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Um, I can't wait to see it. Uh, with the rock climber, right? Yeah. <sighs> Crazy. Uh, I want Free Solo to win, but I think RBG is going to win. That's I'm I'm exactly on the same page as you've been going into this. I right. really I want that one to win because it's it's I think it's the coolest of them all. Um, but I feel like Hollywood's gonna pick RBG. It it's so going like ugh. it's I mean, Oscar even, bait in like a is, different way. Who even is Ruth Bader Ginsburg anyway? Like, <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> Next up, we have cinematography. Cold War, The Favorite, Never Look Away, Roma, and A Star is Born. I will take this one. I am going to say Roma. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Right? No, if you actually watch it, some of the cinematography, there are <laughs> shots. No, no, no. Like specifically, there are there are some shots that like you just don't do anymore, right? You don't have a martial arts scene with like 400 people that are all choreographed to do the same thing at the same time Yeah, in, in a shot. No, you get 40 people and then you use visual effects to fill in the other 360. Um, I don't know if it was actually 400, but the point still stands. It, the cinematography that he did was Roma has fantastic. like martial arts scenes. It's a weird Now I gotta see scene. this. Yeah, right. Yes, <laughs> please go see it just for that. Pretty Tim shook her head. <laughs> Tim, what is your pick? Uh, I I think what's most likely. See, I think Roma is really high likely to win. Uh, Alfonso has had a lot of good cinematography in his films. And so I could see that. But I also think, again, I honestly just think the favorite is just is what people is what people is what the the Academy wants that they want that period piece in all their categories with. But it's a Yorgos Lanthimos period piece. I know. Have you seen the lobster? Uh, <laughs> no, but I know. I know of the lobster. Ugh. It's fantastic. So what's your pick? The favorite? Yeah, I'm going to do the favorite on that one. All right, Tuna. I'm going to go with Roma as well. And I also find it amazing that not only did Alfonso direct the movie, he was also the cinematographer. So I just kind of have to stand by my man. 
My man. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to the episodes and then think about phrasing. Uh, Next up, we have original screenplay. Practicing for that Tobias Funke uh, (laughs) Halloween. You got that whole vibe going. (laughs) You got it. You got it. You nailed it. Next up, we have original screenplay. The favorite, first reformed, Green Book, Roma, or Vice? Tim, you look like you want to go first. Yeah, I think this is where First Reformed is going to get its Oscar. You think? This is where it gets it. I think this is where it gets it. I feel like each time we segue into one of these, I can just feel uh, Connor just yelling like at his headphones. I mean, he liked that movie a lot, though. He loved it, but I think, yeah. yeah. But did it have a good screenplay? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Is it going to win? Definitely. Tuna was your pick. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Vice. Vice, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Green Book. I think this is where it will finally get some love. Next up, we have adapted screenplay: The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Klansman. Can you ever forgive me if Beale Street could talk and a star is born? What is a star is born adapted from? Like an old movie? Uh, yeah, there's been a like, star is born. Yeah, there's four remakes of. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. What is? Yeah. This is where like this is where like I I wish I didn't know Connor because I feel like I have a Connor sitting on my shoulder being like, no, don't do that. That don't say that. That's stupid. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, I'm. A, I think this is where Barry Jenkins will get some love, and I'm gonna pick if Beale Street could talk. That's what I was feeling as well. Put me down for that as well. All right. You know, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the movie that I think is the dumbest on this list: A Star <laughs> Is Born. And you would think I would say the Ballad of Buster Scruggs is the dumbest on this list because <laughs> it looks like the dumbest. <sighs> I get the Coen Brothers, but. Really? All right. Sorry. Next up, we are going animated feature Incredibles 2. You're going to skip animated shorts because I have one. All right. We'll do animated shorts. One small step. (laughs) All right. Have you actually seen it? Yes. And it made me cry. He's seen all of them. All right. Animated feature Uh, Incredibles 2, Isle of the Dogs. Yep. Ralph breaks the internet and Spider-Man <laughs> into the Spider-Verse. It's Spider-Man. It is. It, it's Spider-Man. It's yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. The crazy thing is, at the beginning of the year, if you had said to anyone, what's going to win Best Animation 2 or some Spider-Man film that comes out, nobody was going to pick Spider-Man. Right. And now everyone is going to pick Spider-Man. It's going to happen. So Tuna, you're you're on board with that? Yeah, and if it doesn't win, um, I will watch an extra Golden Girls episode <laughs> next month. <laughs> That's you're taking Oof. that on, and nobody asked you to. Like literally, there's no downside to us. I, I can hear on. Frankie writing, typing this down on his computer. All right, he said this on this day at this time. Right, we're holding him to that. <laughs> Next up, we have director Spike Lee with Black Klansman, Powell Pel- Palikowski for Cold War, Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favorite, Afonso Cuaron for Roma, 
or Adam McKay for Vice. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm, and I think it's a limb. I'm going to say Spike Lee. Hmm. That was, that's what I picked too. I think, uh, I think this is where Spike Lee gets his Oscar. I mean, this is the first time being nominated, but people, he's like the Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, people have been he like, just how hasn't has been nominated. This guy yeah. Not been nominated and yeah. won before. Tuna, are you doing something different? No, I think I'm going to go with that too. Lame. Next up, we have supporting actress Amy Adams in Vice, Marina De Tavira in Roma, Regina King in Beale Street Could Talk, Emma Stone in The Favorite, and Rachel Weiss in The favorite regina king is so solid it's hard not to go with her mm. she's like meryl streep but they've also people loved roma and loved the performances in roto which i don't know if i've talked about this on the podcast but, but i will hear for just two seconds i don't feel like i can tell a good performance in another language like <laughs> roma the performances could be brilliant or they could be terrible i have no way of judging one right versus the other. <laughs> uh, but people loved the performances in roma so i'm gonna give it to roma well marina did tavera from roma tim uh i flipped a coin and i picked rachel white rachel weiss <laughs> uh she's she is a phenomenal actress honestly she is they great. all they all are um doesn't emma stone already have an oscar for something i think so Rachel Weiss probably does too, but yeah, I'm sure she does. If she doesn't, I flipped a coin, and it said she will. <laughs> Tuna, my, my gut said Marina de Tavira as well. Ugh, way to butcher her name, right? Like <laughs> I did. Next, we have supporting actor Mahershala Ali for Green Book, Adam Driver for Black Klansman, Sam Elliott for A Star Is Born, Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell in Vice. Tim, what's your pick? I'm pulling for Ollie on this one. Yeah. Uh, honestly, he's been in tons of stuff, and he's played so many different roles. He's really good. And I, I, yeah, like he was in Alita: Battle Angel, and it's ridiculous, but he was still really good. He was in. Um, he's he's been in so much stuff. I saw. So I'm, I'm pulling for him. Pulling for him on this one. I'm gonna pull for Adam Driver in Black Klansman because he was in star war <laughs> no, it's, it's honestly not because of that really. oh, okay because he his performance and the lead in uh the lead in black Klansman from the trailer that i saw made me want to see the movie you know what would be <laughs> the most ironic thing is if they don't give the best directing uh nomination to spike lee but they give the supporting actor nomination to Adam Driver, so they give the nomination to the white guy. Oh no! <laughs> that would black be <laughs> right. That would be the most ironic thing to happen, and and terribly inappropriate. Um, I'm also pulling pulling for Mahershala Ali. I he's just so good. Uh, next up, lead actress Yalitza Aparicio for Roma, Glenn Close for The Wife. Olivia Coleman for The Favorite, Lady Gaga, A Star Is Born, or Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me? Glenn Close. You're picking Glenn Close? I'm trying to hurry it up. Yep. Uh, yeah. She, she hasn't won any Oscars, right? I, no, I don't believe so. 
but she's been nominated, right? A lot. I believe so, yeah. I think this is it. She's getting old. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tuna, I what is your Coleman. pick? Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Uh, I'm also picking Glenn Close because she won the uh, Golden Globe. And so I think that's got some legs to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so go, yeah, Glenn, Glenn Close. Next up, we have lead actor Christian Bale, Bradley Cooper. Uh, I should say Christian Bale for Vice, Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born, Willem Dafoe from Aquaman. I couldn't yep. remember the name of the movie. I yeah, couldn't, Aquaman. I, I, yeah, I stole Tuna's joke, and I couldn't remember the name of the movie. Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, Beagle Mortensen for Green Book. I'm going with Rami Malek. I just didn't... I think it's going to be Christian Bale. Same. He won for something else too, right? The the Globes or something. Mm-hmm. He's going to get up there and worship Satan or something. <laughs> and last but not least, we have Best Picture. Black Panther getting the Best Picture nomination. <sighs> Black Klansman. Bohemian Rhapsody. The Favorite. Green Book. Roma. A Star is Born. And Vice. Tuna, take it away. What is your pick? I think the favorite will probably win, but I would like to see Roma win. I'm saying, what is your what is your pick? <laughs> Picking the favorite. Favorite. Tim, what's your pick? Uh, I I don't know. I feel like the A Star Is Born is gonna win, really? even though I don't want it to. So Bohemian Rhapsody won the Golden Globe. Yeah. I didn't think I didn't think it should have won a Golden Globe, but it's just me. Um I am going with Roma. I think Alfonso Cuaron take it away. I think Netflix will take it away. They just joined like the 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 union or whatever with the other other uh major production companies or studios. Um it wasn't nominated for the Golden Globe, but which Bohemian Rhapsody won. I don't. I think it got more love than Bohemian Rhapsody, so I want it to win, and that's gonna be my pick. Because we've gone so incredibly freaking long, we're gonna end it there. Let us know what you pick, what you think is gonna win Best Picture. Tuna, where can people connect with us? They can connect with us on Facebook.com slash Incredible Critics, Twitter.com at 3CriticsPod, Instagram at Incredible Critics, and be sure you check us out on iTunes and Google Play. Leave us a review. Let us know what you thought, and thank you for listening. Till next time, we are the Incredible Critics. Yep, you ready? Oh, thanks, Brittany. Brittany says we can start the show, guys. Oh, well, as long as as long as we have Brittany's okay. And the guinea pig gave me a thumbs up. He doesn't have And as long as Tuna stops (laughs) chewing whatever he's chewing. (laughs) Hang on, now seems like a good time for some pretzels and crackers. Oh, we're gonna start? (laughs) Wait, I'm waiting until you you free to give me the you know the I just got home from uh, the practice. I have any is, wait, let me have some celery. <laughs> <laughs> Zero points. <laughs> <laughs>